Welcome to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner, a show about shifting our individual and collective beliefs on what is possible for the future of humanity. As our understanding of how our reality continues to shift, we are at a point of reunification between science and spirituality. What does the world look like when we break free from the generational trauma that has kept most humans playing small for thousands of years and step into our full power as the co-creators of this reality? I always ask that you keep an open mind with this podcast. Ask yourself what resonates with my truth at this time and what does not. Respect your intuition, but see if you can get through the whole show because there might be that little nugget buried deep in the conversation that unlocks something for you. Welcome back to another episode of Changing the Channel. Today, I have a beautiful sister, Brooke Bucci. Mm -hmm. She is a certified nurse midwife, an accomplished multidimensional energy healer, and certified trauma professional with over 24 years of experience, committed to supporting humanity in its evolution to oneness consciousness. So welcome to the show, Brooke. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, you're so very welcome. It's my pleasure and honor to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Well, talking about oneness consciousness, I think a lot of times people have an idea of what that means, but let's get real specific. What does oneness consciousness mean for you? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to start. What does it mean for me? So this, this is my truth, my, uh, information that's coming through me. It's my perspective and that makes sense for me and resonates with some others and may not resonate um, with with other people. Um, for me, what unity consciousness means is that all are valuable, all are innately source energy. So that is a challenging concept when we have been uh, conditioned and brought up in this earthly realm where religion uh, has taught us that God is separate. And uh, we truly are each an extension of source. I am comfortable moving into the place of saying we each are source. We are source energy, extension of source, moving through this human body, this human experience. And so uh, innately, if we are each uh, uh, source energy, if we are each a creator of our own experience, each is inherently valuable. It is, uh, it is that we all are connected. That's the other piece of it is that we, uh, all there is is source. All there is is source energy, love energy. And if there is just that one thing and we are each of it, then uh, we are all connected. And so that's the piece is that I am you, you are me, we are mere reflections of one another, and that includes all beings, so animals, and in my opinion, even innate objects, you know, carry uh, source energy as well. You know, the, our desks, are, our materials are made from uh, chemicals, from materials from the earth, and so all carry vibration. And so, um, so this is the piece that we are evolving out of separation and into connectedness, all oneness, uh, a belief system that uh, we uh, all, uh, uh, again, it's just repeating the same things, but that we all are source energy, that we are all connected and all innately valuable. 
Finally, a place for listeners to gather and share. Join the Ascension Update Substack for messages and updates from our brothers and sisters helping with the Ascension, articles on the future of humanity, and a Q&A where you can ask my guides anything you would like. This is the hub for everything Ascension-related. Click the link in the show notes or go to joegarner.substack.com to stay at the leading edge of this movement. And now, back to the show. So from your perspective, where are we in this transition, in this evolution? Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel we we are on a tipping point. I feel the rising consciousness of the planet, and I believe. So will that happen in my lifetime? You know, I'm not attached to that uh, concept. I believe we are on the trajectory, and my role is to do my part to show up, to shine light uh, so that another can remember their light and come back, come into their awakening of realizing they, their divinity and their source consciousness. And, uh, and so in that one step at a time, one human at a time, we are uh, evolving into this unity consciousness. I feel it is important to believe in that concept that it is possible that we are headed there and that it's closer uh, closer than we might might dream. And holding that vision to me is what's bringing it closer sooner. And, and, then, and then there's no time, right? <laughs> you know, that it already is. It already is in existence when we move into that multidimensional space uh, outside of linear time it already is in existence and it was in existence on this planet at one period of time. And so there are those of us that is very important to be very tapped into the day-to-day traumas and pain on the planet to advocate for shift and change uh, through healing those things. And of, and of course, I'm aware of those. I'm a human. I'm not trying to avoid the human experience, but I am able to lean into this knowingness of it already being in existence. I can feel into the time on the planet when it was in existence and uh, that, uh, that holding that vision of bringing it back, us rising back into this knowledge uh, is the perspective that I move from. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of people struggle with this idea of separating the being and the doing right the being of knowing that you are source energy that you are eternal love and that the where we are moving towards in humanity already exists it's already here it already exists in a another dimensional reality uh in in the multi-dimensionality of existence yeah but we're here. We chose mm-hmm. as as sovereign beings to come to this point in time yes. where where it isn't where we experience l- the linearity of time. Yes. How do you balance those two yeah. as as a you know this bridge between divinity and physicality? Yes. Yes. Um, it, it it is interesting <laughs> and and it's the fun of it. Uh, my answer is I do it perfectly imperfect. Um, mm. And that that is what it is to be in this human experience, a spirit being within the human experience. So 
this is a place uh, we have chosen to that that works in dichotomy, works in opposites, so that we can come into our remembering of our wholeness by by feeling and understanding separation. Uh, and we, and even though it is hard to imagine that all of this is fun, you know, we we were clamoring as spirits to get down here and feel the physicality of the human body, the the emotional um, spectrum, and and the physical experience. And so, the um, it, it is getting more and more comfortable. I think this is a piece of the the unity consciousness, the rising consciousness is getting more and more comfortable with the both and. And so it is not that we are uh, only human and having a human experience, and it is not that we are only spirit beings uh, down here. Uh, we we are both, and it is beyond hum- it is beyond the human brain's comprehension. And so it is moving more. We have been so trained to live in that mental space, moving more and more down into our hearts, into our bellies, and uh, into our truth, so that we are comfortable saying, I, I am both of these things. I am many things. I am not just living in 3D reality, moving into 5D. I actually am. Uh, communicating with and moving in and out of different dimensions as I access different consciousnesses. And so, um, so it is practice. It is practice and doing it very imperfectly, uh, which is exactly 100% correct, you know, is making mistakes in the human experience, going into times of darkness so I can spiral back around to the light and a willingness of acceptance to the experience. Yeah, that's fascinating that you talk about that spiraling into the darkness and then back out again. Mm-hmm. I, I still am experiencing that yes. again, very new in my journey. The last two years, um, I still go deep into the 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 darkness, the yes. fear of what I don't know, the fear yes. that what is about to happen, you know, could change fundamentally everything on the planet. Um, and the fear of just not knowing, okay, like, what am I here to do? I mean, that gets a little scary as well. And I have, I go from experiencing this profound and deep knowing, okay, okay, here is who I am and who I'm supposed to be. And then when I start to take steps in the physical realm, you know, the, the 3d aspect of myself, it, it gets cloudy again and it gets scary again. And it's like, well, shoot, I thought I had it all figured out. And it's just. It just keeps yeah. going back and forth and back and forth. Yes. And um, we, you know, there was a time that we came into awakening on the planet and then we, they transitioned off, you know, and, but many of us, as we are awakening and coming into higher levels or conscious, consciousness, we're staying here and we're still having that human experience. And, um, and so, yes, um, Yes, brother. I just found myself in the last couple of weeks in in some pretty deep darkness and shadow that I shadow work that uh, another level, another layer that I needed to walk uh, and move through, and I needed to connect in with other spirit beings, other light workers, 
and even not people that are awake. Any experience I have is an opportunity. Oh, uh, I, I needed, there was something else ready to let go. Another illusion that I had that I was separate and that I was unworthy of, of this joyous experience. And I, I needed to move through it. And I go deep down into the illusion too. We all do. And, uh, and that I think even as lightworkers, as I'm observing my colleagues right now, friends, that we're actually doing this cycle quite quickly now, quite efficiently and over and over again. So there is this uh, death and rebirth uh, cycle that moving through this shadow and back into uh, the light uh, pretty consistently and constantly, like this is the journey, you know, and that it, it actually becomes faster and more frequent uh, the higher vibration that we carry. Right. And that's, that's something that has been profound for me. You know, it used to be three or four weeks of this, probably a little bit less intense depression, but still, uh, you know, that, that darkness creeping in and, and just affecting how you're vibrationally are showing up in the world. Yes. And now it's down to three days, sometimes right. even less than that. And I was watching a, a, a friend's Instagram video and she was talking about uh, her journey and how she still is experiencing this, this darkness that, that creeps yes. in, um, referring to it as depression mm -hmm. and how it has gone from months and months of, of her journey into yeah. Now it's three days, and that seems yeah. to be a pretty common number with people yes. is uh, that you're having this like three-day lowering of consciousness because you have to, like you said, you still have to either shed layers that are no longer serving you or you're having to, having to integrate these new yes. energies into your system. And Absolutely. It's, it's um, I wish we could say that it was an easy process, but it's still difficult. It's it's yeah. no matter where you're at. And, you know, you've been on this journey for 24 years now. And, and um, you know, just to understand that, yes. that there is no, there's no place where it stops. There's no, no stopping. Um, unless, you know, obviously, I think if we do fully transition into fifth dimensional existence mm -hmm. where, where everything is where it, it is meant to be. Mm -hmm. that may be the only place. And and even right. then, you know, the forecasts show maybe a thousand years of that. Yeah. Because it's always, again, imagine you're the totality of the consciousness of the universe. Like you would get bored after a thousand years of yeah. perfection, right? Yeah. And it's like, let's let's throw some rocks in there. Yeah. Let's, let's mix yeah. it up a little bit again and see right. if we can get back to that. So Yes. Yeah. And when we are in those depths, it's hard to remember that, we're doing this. This is fun. <laughs> you know, it's, that, I mean, it's that situation you just described of, it, you know, being in love, divine love consciousness 24-7 in light and expansiveness 24-7, or, or it's kind of funny to say 24-7, but in, in that kind of constant space, yeah, it, this is why we have this experience to um, to come down here and, and experience uh, the opposite. So, uh, and that there is a sense uh, of fun. And when I'm in the darkness, can I say that, um, you know, no, not so much, but more and more often I'm able to say, I see the joy in feeling. I see the joy in acceptance and surrendering of that feeling of 
falling out of uh, the airplane, um, as, as the channel Abraham says, falling out of the airplane without a parachute. Um, and that, oh, I've done this before. And I know it'll stop sometime soon. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm going to ride the wave. And, and still there is an innate um, connection into uh, that there's purpose in this and uh, it, it's moving me ahead. That doesn't mean I'm not feeling the intensity of that deep emotion. Right. And I think it is important as, uh, as light workers, as evolved, those kind of in uh, evolving consciousness to this piece around humility that uh, I don't have it all figured out <laughs> and we, we each don't. And uh, that we still have ongoing learning uh, to do. And that I, your best teacher, each of our best teacher is ourself, our own inner wisdom. And that we are each just holding space, holding mirrors of reflection up to each other uh, to help each other find that inner truth. And um, that I am not the healer. You know, we use the word healer and teacher still. Those are common words that people recognize, but is really a, a, a holding space so uh, another human being is able to connect in with their source energy, their divinity, and their truth. Mm. Now, how do you, as your own teacher, how do you tap into that wisdom Typically through intuition or some type of, you know, feeling into the body, the, the, the idea is that the, the, the body has uh, six million inputs of information every single second and your brain is filtering out 99% of that mm-hmm. to create what we call this conscious existence that mm-hmm. we're feeling. So how do you tune into that intuition? How do you tune into that wisdom that is always flowing through you every yeah. single day? Yeah. Well, I'm going to start with the place of of doing the shadow work because these triggers that we might or activations or like all of a sudden an intense emotion that comes up in a situation, it is an access point, like a a portal through to uh, some inner wisdom, something your system uh, wants you to come into realization about. So doing that shadow work uh, and a willingness to uh, look into the places that are are heavy for you, are dense, are giving you challenges, I think is the starting point. And then uh, quiet time, meditation, uh, nature. And I have found that it's not Need doesn't need to be hours of meditation. It is not the time any longer to be on the mountaintop and 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 quiet for hours on end. That even ten minutes, fifteen minutes of meditation and quiet time. So moving out of the head, out of the mental space, and down into the heart and into uh, the inner wisdom. And for me, that's also in the belly and in kind of the sacral space as well. And so, um, and then spending time, it it is, uh, it's time. We need each other right now, Uh, especially, uh, I mean, everyone needs each other, but those of us that are going through 
this awakening journey right now need each other to keep remembering. And, and so having times of gathering in circle or having uh, the, this, this podcast or, um, and seeking out that we're in constant flow of giving and receiving and not, it's just not me putting out to the world. Like I also need to fill up my well. And I do that by, by being around uh, other beings that uh, vibrate and are in alignment with uh, love consciousness. And so the, I know I mentioned uh, being in nature, but I will just reemphasize that uh, many of us can look to the heavens or look to the cosmos, look to the guides and spirits for our ascension. And uh, we are here on, on Mother Earth, and she is uh, an access, is really the access in this physical form to, to source and spirit as well. So uh, taking our shoes off and walking on her, submerging ourselves in water, lying uh, on the earth, uh, admiring a tree, a butterfly, a bird, and, and connecting in, feeling what that brings alive in you and connecting in with the source energy and in, in earth and in whatever you're experiencing in nature. Yeah, that, that's definitely something that I don't hear a lot of is this access to source energy through the earth, uh, mm -hmm. that, that it kind of does get skipped over. It's, you know, mm -hmm. access through the solar, yes. through the um, solar energies, through mm -hmm. cosmic energies, through, you know, the universal energy. Obviously that is source love. You know, the, the fundamental creation of everything is that, that wave of energy vibrating throughout the entirety of the universe. But again, we've come here. We're on the planet. We're on the earth and we're yes. experiencing this shift in consciousness because we are on this planet because we are on this planet we're going through 3d to 5d trans you know transition mm -hmm. because the earth is going through this exactly 3D yes transition you know the earth wants to be a five-dimensional body again it wants to feel that that um interconnectedness of all of its cells all of the cells with inside of it it wants to feel that interconnectedness that that healthy interconnectedness again yes. if you go back to the if if you use your body as a um, stand-in for the Earth's body, when your cells are operating all together in unison, working together for a harmonious existence of what you call your physical body, they're all working together. Not that they're all the same. It's not that it's the same mm -hmm. energy, but they're all working together. Mm -hmm. And they, they understand that they're working together because there is this interconnected energy through them. They're communicating through the membranes of their own cellular structure with each other. So this is a discovery that I, in the mm -hmm. last 20 years, we've really actually been able to figure out that that cells are not just these dumb things that uh, have very little input, that they're actually mm -hmm. conscious beings that are yes. interacting both yes. with each other and with their environment and yes. making decisions based off of that. So yeah. we are the cells of this earth exactly. that, are, <laughs> that are coming into communication, yes. that are coming into this more unified, harmonious communication, again, using technology as one of those ways, just like the cells are using some type of uh, electromagnetic communication between each one of their membranes. 
we are using electromagnetic communication mm -hmm. via the internet, via um, telephone lines, via all of these uh, technologies that we've created to mimic the natural order of what a harmonious existence is. And yeah. this is where we are in humanity. And, and yes. we have a choice to use those for the harmonious existence of humanity, or we can choose to use yeah. them to further our separation. And mm -hmm. this is this is where we are, I think, in in this evolution of humanity. Yes. And so, so beautifully said, Joe. And I think another piece that rises for me is, is that when imbalance, because I am under the perception that there was a time on this planet where there was communal living, that all beings were valued. And it was a time where there was balance between the divine feminine and divine masculine on the planet. Both were seen as valuable and in balance. And that that when that shifted on the planet, and that is another thing we are shifting out of back into rebalance between those aspects, there was a significant separation and value of Mother Earth. And so then she was was not valued in and of herself as as a being. And and so of course we've done so much uh trauma and and denigration to her. Uh, but that another way through, another access through is, you know, seeing I, I chose here to collaborate with her for her uh, evolution and humanity's evolution, that I have a covenant, an agreement with her to, to work with her. And so that then brings her uh, consciousness and, and our, our piece of the cell, <laughs> uh, our piece of the organ as a cell here. Uh, committed to her evolution as well. And so we do that by spending time in nature. And even if we live in the city, you know, we, we go to the tree uh, that's there on, you know, and, um, and, or see the, the pigeon or the crow, you know, and spending time uh, connecting in with the sameness that we are, the oneness that we are, including the mother, the mother as a whole. Right. Now let's talk about motherhood from more of a humanity standpoint as yeah. a certified midwife. You know, I, I think you have a lot to show and share in that birthing experience. And, and yeah. one of those that we talked about earlier was the importance of maintaining a high vibrational state uh, or space for welcoming, welcoming the new souls into the planet and supporting those souls as they leave the physical realm. Mm -hmm. So share with us what you've learned, what you, sh what you yeah. teach, what you help others to do as souls are entering and exiting this physical reality. Yeah. Yeah. There are, are some of us on the planet that carry the lineage of sacred and divine birth and, uh, and, and death. And I am one of those beings. I went into midwifery initially. Uh, I became a nurse and took some time then to uh, go in and get my graduate degree to become a nurse midwife. And I, uh, the last, uh, till last year, I was full-time delivering, uh, attending births and helping women deliver their babies. And, and so I thought I'd be doing that for <laughs> for the the rest of my life, and I am still doing that part time. 
but uh, I, I recognize this desire to expand out and become more multidimensional, look at it from a even more broader perspective. And that broader perspective is recognizing that there is the physical experience of birth and death, and then there is also this energetic experience as well. And so it comes from a very personal place when I, I have both an emotional memory and, and a vision of when I manifested into my mother's earth, uh, uh, womb, into, into her womb, and I uh, immediately had quite a heaviness of separation and coming from that expanded state, and I had a very significant uh, sense of confusion. And I have worked with many people that have experienced a similar thing, whether it's coming from that expanded state into this restrictive state or coming from another star system into this very lower vibrational space, or if it's trauma and pain they're absorbing, um, that there is this sense of, of separation and, and wounding that can happen in, when coming in. And it happened to me and it took, it's taken many years to, to untie that. And so what I have come to understand is that if we can assist families and women to, to clear out what's ready to, to be cleared out of the system. So it's not like we're going to be perfect <laughs> individuals. This, this is how we kind of evolve as human beings, but um, is is to have some wounding here on the planet as of right now, but to clear out what no longer serves, clearing out traumas, wounding, heaviness from this system to make the womb space and the body and the family be as welcoming and as high vibration as in much love as possible. And then holding that throughout the pregnancy and then uh, as babies come in. And so we prepare physically, emotionally for birth, and there is the option to also prepare spiritually and energetically as well, uh, so that there is less separation and trauma for those souls coming in, so that they can get to the to the consciousness, <laughs> to the love, and to their awakening, um, or maybe never go into the illusion, you know, perhaps, and but have less and less of that, so that we, uh, you know, can can assist um, humanity to not have to go so deeply into the trauma and separation wounding. And so similarly, on the other end of life, assisting those to, to clear out karma, clear out uh, density so that their transition uh, is more gentle. And, and, and you know, I, I don't claim to know exactly, <laughs> you know, what happens as we transition. Uh, but assisting them in their evolutionary path to clear out what is it can be before they move to the other side and can move in that loving vibra uh, loving vibration right so what are what are some uh kind of concrete steps as someone who is going through pregnancy or experiencing yeah. pregnancy what are some steps that they can take to foster this loving, high vibrational state, both before, during, and you know, immediately after the birth giving experience. Yeah. Well, I I think it, it is similar to day to day life. It is the willingness to 
go into the shadow work, into um, pains or, or traumas or woundings that you've experienced in your life. So many women within their womb chakra and in that sacral chakra space carry much wounding, not just from this lifetime and, and and partners too, you know, carry wounding from this lifetime, previous lifetimes of uh, oppression and um, enslavement and uh, the um, not having control over one's body and uh, or just birth trauma that they in their own births or a previous birth that they've they've uh, experienced. And so, just accessing what is uh, available there. And the same things, you know, going in nature, bringing in more love, uh, enjoying mu- music. And so creating a, a sacred space in your home or outside of your home where you go. And, and th- this brings you solace and, and brings in peace and source energy into you, creating that space. Um, and seeking out those that uh, will hold love, vibration, and hold uh, you in uh, sacredness during this experience of conception, pregnancy, and birth. Um, I do believe midwives are a great way to go um, and spiritual you know, healers that uh, have understanding of this. And, and so these are the steps that I assist women with is clearing out wounding. Another piece is is doing a ceremony around connecting the higher self uh, with the physical body. So many of us are separated and so doing this reconnection and then also reconnection to Mother Earth is uh, you you know recognizing it is safe to be in this body and safe to be on Mother Earth and safe to be giving birth. Wow. Yeah, those are simple, but definitely, I would assume, very effective yeah. uh, ways to to just raise the vibration a little bit. Yes. And I, I think those also apply to non-pregnant humans. Yes. You know? it's, it's the same thing. If you want to raise your vibration, if you want to experience life from a higher vibrational perspective, you know, you got to do those things. You got to yes. do the shadow work. You got to get out into nature. You have to... Um, experience joy on a almost daily basis (laughs) and put yourself in situations where joy can be what you're experiencing whether it's 10 minutes that day or 45 uh days in a row that you're experiencing joy yes Um, yes find the joy that's a piece of music if it's having a rock in your pocket that just makes you feel good i mean just what is it that brings you joy and and let's bring that in as much as possible into the conception, pregnancy, and birth, and after. Yes, and yeah. and the same on the other end of the cycle as well. Right. Do you work with people on the on the death end of the cycle? Yeah. Um, I have a little uh, more. I work with other people that have this kind of concept of of this moving in and out, uh, uh, this innate wisdom around moving in and out of physical manifestation of the planet. I work with several uh, healers. They call themselves often death doulas or death midwives (laughs) and mentoring them and and, uh, assisting them to uh, unveil their own gifts. But it just so happens that I've done a lot more work 
with uh, on the other end of the spectrum with uh, families bringing in uh, their babies. So I feel like I have an innate uh, understanding around the process is very similar on both ends. It's just not encountered. I've not encountered as many people transitioning off. I've done more mentoring. Yeah. So we also talked a little bit earlier about the significance of the individuals that are here maintaining the vibrational frequency of this future potential of the unity consciousness. What what do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, uh, and we did um, uh, touch on it before that there we are all having our unique experience. And so for me, this is my medicine that I bring forward. This is the the truth I understand, the perspective that I uh, I have, uh, all that I've just explained about birth. Um, and another perspective I have is this this deep knowing and understanding. It's of a feeling into, like I can feel into that we are already there, that this piece of all beings being valued, living in love consciousness, I hold that vibration. And there are others that work with clearing out dark energies and clearing out the the heaviness and the pain and the trauma and the wounding that is happening on the planet. And they work within the darkness to dispel it. And that that is not my medicine. I can lean in and feel that future potential. And it, I see it as my role to hold it in my uh, my being, my field, and hold that vibration here in the present moment uh, so that uh, it it wakes up others to uh, to knowing that possibility and potential. And so did that answer? Yeah, your question? Yeah. yeah, there's there's yeah. almost two ends of the spectrum where we're where there's the the ones going into the darkness to help guide people out of it. And then there's the ones that are just holding the light and allowing, you know, others to light their light from their own light. And that yeah. that's kind of the two ways that this transition seems to be playing out. Yeah, and I would definitely put myself in in the holding of the future mm -hmm. uh, as well. You know, I, mm -hmm. I talk often about what is the potential for for humanity? Where yeah. is the future? What, how can we hold a better yes. idea of these technologies of the way in which humanity is moving towards and, and sh share that with other people, not just, you know, hold it inside and um, hope that you'll be able to raise your frequency high enough that it affects everybody else. Like you, you have to go out and speak and share and communicate mm -hmm. and be with mm -hmm. and, um, you know essentially you have to find a community that's going to work mm -hmm. together and continue to raise the vibration. And then yes. that community grows and gets bigger. And then it, now we're talking, um, you know, whole cities of these, these high vibrational frequencies. Yeah. And that, that's certainly a world that I think we're moving towards. And again, yeah. it's, it's very difficult to predict time to predict yeah. how it's going to go because it, it relies on each individual. Exactly. 
every single individual gets to decide through their free will whether they want to hold the light or mm -hmm. hold on to the darkness that they have, hold mm -hmm. on to the traumas that they have and experience life from that perspective as well. So yeah. as we as we know and we understand that this is the future that we're moving towards, we still have to go back and help those that are not fully in their light, that haven't yes. found their divinity, that yes. haven't gotten to that point yet of understanding. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important for us to realize that it's it's not that we have to go out and do the things and heal the people. It is about holding the vibration and allowing source energy, allowing our super conscious, our higher self to flow through source love <laughs> to flow through us and uh, and affect, be present in the moment the way it is meant to. And so it is stepping out of, uh, I have to go fix and heal the world and and I just have to be love. And I'll show up and do what I am, um, my service to offer to other humans, other beings, and uh, and trust, trust and believe that what I am offering is is doing the service I signed up for, the mission I I wanted to do to bring us into uh, love and unity consciousness. Beautiful. Any other words of wisdom that you feel? Yeah compelled to share right now? Yeah. Well, I, I think it would be interesting to share. We, we had touched on uh, before the podcast about intuition, and there is a piece around that that I do, um, I, I feel like we haven't hit upon acts uh, uh, specifically. And, and so what I feel uh, intuition is, is our divinity. It's our our super conscious, our oversoul, higher self, whatever you call it, our true self, it's uh, that knowledge from your higher self moving through our human. Uh, it is channeled information from our higher self and, and each of us have a unique experience. And so it, that information coming through is is our intuition. It's those feelings, those nudges that we get. And so the more and more time we spend uh, in union with our higher self, fully embodied, fully human, and fully divine, that we are able to let that innate wisdom move through and, and bring our gifts. And so the fact that it is unique is the important thing. We've been so conditioned on this earthly realm through our family, culture, religion, educational system, media, that there's a right way and a wrong way, and that uh, there's rules to follow to success and to joy, and that, you know, we're dispelling all of that. There's we, so many people that follow the rules, and, and there's not a lot of joy. And so, um, Connecting in with our divinity, our our truth, and allowing it to move through us, I believe is intuition. I believe is the path to joy and peace in our life. Yeah, I would agree uh, 100% with that, that, that what intuition is, is the access to the infinite wisdom of the universe flowing through your physical 
vessel and being expressed in some type of conscious form. And that yeah. when you're working with intuition, it's it's kind of difficult because it's not a spoken language. It's a it's usually a feeling or maybe you've got visuals, maybe you're you know, you're able to kind of see what your higher self wants you to see or experience or express. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a whole new, uh, not new, but it's new for a lot of humans yes. to experience uh, the clairs, to experience yes. this, this downloading of information. Yes. And it's like learning how to see all over again. Now you yes. have to see not only with your physical eyes, but with your spiritual eye yeah. and learning about that and understanding how to mm -hmm. tap into that and how to to uh fully optimize this new sense the sixth sense that a lot of humans are are getting back um you know again we were born into this time and space where most people didn't have access to their their sixth sense their in intuition their innate ability to decipher the higher aspects of ourself and now we're going through this period where through this raising of consciousness, people are experiencing for the first time mm -hmm. at 20, 30, 40, 50 mm -hmm. years old, this this experience of intuition. And I went through it. It was a weird and interesting and scary and exciting. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, oftentimes, you know, you, ha you have to learn, relearn how to, to do a lot of the yes. things that you're used to doing because it's just, you know, you're not reacting anymore. You're consciously responding to all these stimuli that ordinarily you're just shooting shooting uh, reactions off and now you're responding to those reactions yeah. and it's 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 fun it's scary it's interesting it's, yes. it's all a part of this ascension process it's yes. all a part of of becoming the higher aspect of yourself or your better future version or mm -hmm. um just you know becoming a good human yes and Again, we need each other, you know, that uh, seeking out support um, of others that have been through it and are continuing to go through it so that you know you're not crazy, <laughs> you know, you're not alone. And um, and so, and the the other thing you said that sparked, you know, my, my goal with this work of, of helping souls come in in this high vibrational space is that they will not ideally have to wait till 20, 30, 40, 50, uh, that they can maintain that connection with their gifts and their source energy and they, how they wish to express it right, right away <laughs> into an environment that supports that. And uh, that, that's what inspires me and, and brings passion to my life to, to help families do that. Yeah, that's beautiful and and I'm very thankful for everything that you're you're doing and helping these new souls in and and be their highest expression almost immediately. It's as soon as they're, you know, ready to step into that role, they already mm -hmm. are connected and and it's powerful to see and and I think that a lot of people talk about this this next generation of kids are going to be tuned in much more uh, directly and faster mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. any generation that we're familiar with. Uh, you know, I think many, many years ago, this was not as uncommon as it is right mm -hmm. now. But right now, you know, and this is the only memories that that all the humans that exist right now are familiar with. They're this mm -hmm. 
long journey of finding who you truly are. And it would be amazing to be in this world where at 16 or 17, you already know this is this is the journey. This is who I'm supposed to be. Um, it would be a powerful place to be. And then obviously dismantling some of the uh, organizing structures that have been built uh, because people were not tuned into who they were meant to be and t and disassembling those structures so that it allows the freedom of all these new souls to fully express themselves as who they're meant to be, I think would be another step in this kind of ascension process. And that's where we're at in in yeah. this this weird in-between time that yes. we're all experiencing. Exactly. And I honor your work, you know, for spreading the word for, and it is really one being at a time, you know, just lighting up something in uh, a fellow human being to remember. And I, so I honor your work in, in spreading the word and spreading the light. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation, Brooke. Yes. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your beautiful light and wisdom with all of the listeners here. Um, if anybody's looking to work with you, whether that's multidimensional healing, yes. uh, midwifery, anything along yes. those lines, what's the best place to find you? Yeah. My website is journeywithbrook.com. My email is brooke at journeywithbrook.com. Uh, also on Facebook, Journey with Brooke. Uh, my Instagram is uh, at bro bucci, B-R-O-B-U-C-C-I. But um, my website is the best place for healing, shamanic journey work, and energy channeling. I am only part-time uh, 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 being a practicing midwife in a clinic uh, in Enumclaw, Washington, and uh, delivering um, attending births at Providence Hospital in Everett, Washington. Um, so that right now is a smaller part of my life, and the majority of my work and time goes to my energy healing. So, yes. Uh, journeywithbrook.com. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. I really appreciate that. And um, hopefully we'll be speaking again soon in the future. Yes. Great. Thanks, Joe. I really appreciate you. Thank you again for listening to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner. If you enjoyed the show, please follow the podcast, hit the bell to know when a new show comes out, share with a friend, and rate us on whatever platform you're tuning in from. It helps get these messages out to more people to create the collective shift in reality we are here to experience. Make sure you interact with the Q&A and poll sections of the show so I can continue to provide content you enjoy. Finally, check out my website in the show notes to become a VIP of Changing the Channel and join the shift that is happening.